Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. Turn off, tune in, and turn on. Join sex and happiness coach Lori Handlers and executive coach Jen Koken as they traverse the worlds of sex, pleasure, power, and partnership. And now, please welcome Lori Handlers and Jen Koken. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of From the Boardroom to the Bedroom and Everything in Between. Hi, Lori. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Good to be with you again. Today we're talking about the myth of too much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So have you been told you were too much? How, can I? Yes, I've, I've been told I'm too much, not just by men, but by women who yeah. have called me and said, you need to tone it down because your personality takes over the room. Yeah. My mother said that to me. So it started early. You are too much. You are just too much. So what does that mean? Too much for what? And for who? Too much what? So <clears throat> I think that's a control mechanism that people try to put on us. I don't think that, I don't think my opinion on this is you couldn't be too much for me. Show me who you are. And if somebody's intimidated or if somebody is, they don't think they're enough when measured next to us, is that your problem? No. That's, that, that's theirs. I always say what people think about you is none of your business. What you think about you, make it your business. Now, here's what happens though, right? We're told we're too much as a kid. We then internalize that. And then, of course, it gets reflected back to us as an adult. And then we think it's real. We think it's true. I think, though, that we think it's real or true when we're not centered in who we are and we're not centered in our power. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. And it's a way that we leak energy. It's a way that if we believe it, see, part of the work that you and I both do is to get that out of people, to let the to get that opinion too much out of people and to let them be authentically who they are, to help them be authentically who they are. So to me, it's a mechanism. I'm a parent who's out of control and wants to control us. And then it starts and then we believe it and then all that. And it's, it's about people who have no permission to, for, to be self-expressed. Yeah. And you've always been self-expressed as far as I know. And I've always been self-expressed. And it's like, I rebelled against that too much thing. 
No, I said, oh yeah, I'm going to be even more. Well, that's interesting because I, I think because of the household that I grew up in, I didn't rebel against it and became more. I tried to fit in. I, you know, was a people pleaser. I was trying to keep the peace and didn't want to stick out at all. So always tried to fit in and then found myself not fitting in because I wasn't being myself. You know, I look at young women today who are so fully themselves. It's really just because I think there's there, it, society is so different today than when you and I were were growing up because there were boxes that we were supposed to be in. I remember, and you remember this too, going to work, having to wear pantyhose, requirement to wear pantyhose, to wear long sleeves, right? Things like that. So I feel like these- Closed toed shoes. Closed toed shoes. Yes. I was, I was imagining a pump in my head, but yeah, closed toed shoes. Exactly. No pants, skirts. These are requirements from the patriarchy to put us in our place. Because men shouldn't be tempted by the sight of flesh. You know what? Go fuck yourself. You know, like you do you, boo, and leave me. Not saying, you know, I would go to work in something that wasn't business appropriate, but it's just interesting the difference in the too muchness these days, I feel like, you know, so your your response was, screw you, I'm going to be more of me. Mine was to fit in and try to make myself smaller until I didn't, until I was like, you know what? Yeah. This is not for me. But then I went almost like the other way, like, screw you. Yeah, I'm going to be me and screw everybody. I'm going to just vomit on you or whatever. Right. So, yeah, I didn't try to order myself. You know, I remember saying to my mother when I was a teenager, I was probably like, or maybe I was just my first year in college. And she said to me, Laurie, you're so intense. Can't you just be less intense? And I remember saying, I tried to water myself down. It didn't work. And so I'm not going to try to do it anymore. I, I can't water myself down. There's no way pouring water on me doesn't work. Yeah. And that's really how I, I did try for a minute. You know, I did try a little bit, but it just, it didn't work for me. I was just always loud, gregarious, fun, funny, whatever. And I always had to say what was on my mind. I couldn't hold it back. Yeah, I want to hold it back. And so, but I think in some, I think as I started relating, when I started like really dating and having sex with people, I think there are things I held back. I didn't know how to tell someone this thing you're doing is really bothering me. Or maybe I didn't want to say it because that for fear to lose the relationship. There were things I definitely held back and then, and then I built, and I, I think probably some men broke up with me because I was too much. You know, I remember in high school, I was dating like somebody who then went to college. When he broke up with me, he said, you need a doormat. You need to, you need to step on somebody as a doormat. Like, I guess he took that I, my intensity and my power was like too much for him. He never told me that. He never complained. Interesting. Yeah. But I think that goes back to what we were saying earlier. When someone says to you, you're too much, or someone says to you something like that, that's about them. That's not about you. There's no such thing as too much. It's a construct in language that people apply to you to make themselves feel bigger and want you to feel smaller. And none of us should be made to feel smaller. I mean, 
<laughs> like you had a delayed reaction. Delayed reaction. I know nobody can see us. You're like shaking. You're like, I'm at the bell. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody should be made to feel smaller ever, ever. And the other side of that is somebody can try, but if you're owning them trying to make you feel smaller, then you will feel smaller. In other words, nobody can make you feel smaller and nobody should try to make you be smaller. There's like two sides of that coin, if that makes sense. Nobody should try to make you feel small. If they do, you don't need those people in your life. They're the wrong friends, the wrong people, the wrong relationship. On the other side of it is nobody can make you feel small. That's you unconsciously taking on their bullshit. Yeah. And you don't need to. Totally. You know, I remember when I worked in corporate America, I used to have a lot of great suits and navy blue suits. Like I yeah. And yeah. I wear a little bow tie. And <laughs> just can't even imagine. I mean, I can imagine it, but it's amazing. Yeah. And then I had a makeover. One of my tr- dear friends did a makeover on me and she she was at she's now in Hollywood. She's a dresser in Hollywood. Like she dresses, gets costumes for stars when they're in the movies. And she did a whole makeover and dressing thing for me. And she got me all these really colorful suits and we redid my makeup and all these things. And I remember being in Atlanta with one of the executive vice presidents of the company I was working at. And he said to me, the blue eyeshadow has to go. Like the makeup that you're wearing now, like it just has to go. And I said to him, you know what? I got a closet full of gray and navy blue suits, but I still don't have one. I have no penis. So it, I said, I can't be you no matter how I try. And so I'm not going to even try. I'm going to wear color now. I'm going to wear colorful suits. I'm going to wear lots of eyeshadow and lots of lipstick. And I'm not even going to pretend anymore. It's up. The jig is up. And he was like, he didn't say, he just, he didn't even. (laughs) He didn't know what to do. I could just remember him going like, and there was nothing. I mean, I was a fabulous employee. I was terrific. I was such a right. company. He couldn't make me not. So he didn't try. That's great. Just yep. own it. Own yeah. It. I owned it. I'll always remember that day. So yeah, the myth of too much myth. I was about to say the same thing. Go ahead. Say, say, say. Capital M. Y-T-H, it's a myth. Yes. To exercise control and make somebody feel smaller, don't buy into it. That's it. That's the bottom line. That is totally the bottom line. It's a superstition. Yeah. I like that, a superstition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just looking up because I always get, I, I love looking up words when I'm like, huh. So myth is a traditional story especially when concerning the early history of a people or explaining some natural or social phenomenon. Okay, that doesn't, that doesn't, here's the other one, a widely held but false belief or idea. A widely held but false belief or idea. And a belief is a habit of the mind. That's all that is. Oh, that's good. A belief is a habit of the mind. It is. It's a thought you've been having over and over and over again. So it becomes something you believe because that's the brain pattern that has come into existence over and over and over again. So if you're told you're too much, you're too much, you're too much, 
you're probably going to do one of two things, rebel like you did, or try to acquiesce and make yourself small. Both things suck because you're not truly being you. Right. And that's the only thing you can be. That's the only thing you can be. That's the only person you can be. So going back, the bottom line is the myth of too much is? False. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a false belief. There you go. Well, that's it for today. Really, that is all we have. We just wanted to take that apart and let people know that don't don't respond to it. Don't yeah, don't buy into it. Don't, not at all. Yeah, and also, you know what else? Don't go looking like, do you think I'm too much? Don't do it. Don't do it. Because yeah. some people might agree. Some people might disagree. Just don't check in with yourself. Maybe there was a moment where you were, quote, you, the, the mood in the room was somber and you came in like all giggly. Might have been inappropriate for the mood in the room. You know, maybe it was a funeral. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But don't start asking other people's opinion. You'll yeah. know if you're too much or not. It's up and to you. Opinion, what's that thing that you say? What is that thing that you say? Your opinion is none of my business. Yeah, your opinion's none of my business. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Another episode of From the Boardroom to the Bedroom with Lori Handlers and Jen Koken. And and tune in next time when we're going to be talking about how women use sexuality and sensuality to manipulate men. So we're going to talk about next time. That's awesome. Thank you. That one. That's going to be a good one. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of From the Boardroom to the Bedroom. We hope you'll join us again next time as we continue to traverse the worlds of sex, leadership, power, and partnership. To find out more about Lori, please visit her website, lorihandlers.com. To find out more about Jen, go to jenkoken.com Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Ravelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.